With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. Follow me on social media at Golf Unfiltered. You could also send us an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Go out to iTunes, folks. Really appreciate if you would leave us a star rating as well as some feedback in the review. We take that very seriously. We use it to improve what we do here. Quick, couple quick shout-outs to our friends over at thehackersparadise.com. If you listen to this show via their RSS feed on iTunes, you can find us there as well. You could also find us on Spotify, by the way. Just want to throw that in there. Hello to our friends over at Cleveland and Strixon Golf. All of their equipment is built for distance. You want to make sure that you go and check out all the great stuff they've got going on over at Cleveland and Strixon Golf, as well as our friends over at BudgetGolf.com. A lot of great sales going on every single day. Be sure to check them out as well. Folks, we got a great show today talking specifically about one new golf club. Something new that we're going to be trying out here at the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, and today we are talking about the TaylorMade Spider X putter. Now, I had the opportunity to review this uh, not too long ago, and I have to say, it's an extremely solid putter. And who better to talk about all the technology, all of the great things that make this putter possible, and why you should consider it as a, a, on your short list of putters for 2019 than none other than Bill Price. He is the Senior Director of Putters and Wedges over at TaylorMade Golf. This is the guy that you want to talk to to learn the most about putters and wedges from TaylorMade. So Bill and I talk a lot about specifically the Spider-X putter. It's 10 years. Can you believe that? It's been 10 years since the first Spider putter was released. I remember thinking about, wow, this is a new design. I wasn't sure how I felt about it right from the start. Uh, But when I had my hands on the new Spider X putter this year, the 10th version or the 10th anniversary version of the Spider, I got to say, they've they've, they've made the head a little bit more compact. It's not as intimidating, I guess you could say, when you uh, look at the larger models from years past. It's certainly well balanced. There's a lot going on with the technology of this putter, and Bill lays it all out for us in today's conversation. So without much further ado, sit back, relax. And let's talk to Mr. Bill Price of TaylorMade. Hi, this is Bill Hobson from the Four Golfers Network podcast. And as you and I enjoy this episode of Golf Unfiltered with my friend Adam, I'm reminded of an indisputable reality. We, as golfers, are nuts. We chase a small ball around the planet, spending thousands of dollars in the effort to get that ball into a tiny hole. We then yell at the ball and curse it when it doesn't listen, even though it can't listen, it's a ball. 
This insanity is all part of the magic of the game, and it's what we celebrate on the Four Golfers Network podcast every Monday when a fresh episode comes your way on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, you know, all the places. So after you finish listening to Adam today, I'd love to have you check out the Four Golfers Network podcast, that's F-O-R-E, where we celebrate the game with top-name guests and an exploration of the things about golf that both drive us crazy and bring us back for more. I stink! The ball is just sitting there, and I can't hit it! And welcome back, folks. As I mentioned at the top of the show, very excited to welcome Mr. Bill Price, Senior Director of Putters and Wedges over at Taylor Made Golf, uh, on the show today to talk a little bit about the Spider X. Bill, it's nice to speak with you today. Thanks, Adam. Great to be on the line. So before we get into the Spider X, which is an extremely just a great putter. I had the chance to try it not too long ago. Why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about your time at TaylorMade, how long you've been there, and what you do there now? Well, I've been here about 16 years at TaylorMade. I've been in the golf business my whole life, and it's been a a fun uh, journey along the way. I've been in a lot of different roles. The most uh, important, the longest, has been in putters, um, and I just acquired the wedge category about uh, three years ago. But mm. Butters has been uh, the mainstay for me, and I really like the uh, the idea of the short game experience with all the players out there and working with the players, not just on tour, but with uh, creating products for, for all golfers out there. What What do you like the most about working on the short game with those players? You know, it's the one club that we all use the most <laughs> often. So... Um, if you look at that category of putters and wedges, I think it's around 60% or so of the shots used on the golf course come from putters and wedges. So, you know, I like to say that I'm involved with a big part of your game. Um, you know, driver is gets the, all the, the 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 high profile, but you know, it's used maybe uh, 14 times in a round. But right. you know, when you're looking at putters and wedges, and when it's 60% of the shots, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I do too. I actually have an obsession with with putters. I, I tend to collect them. We all kind of collect things in golf. I've learned, and I've decided to collect putters and, and putter head covers for some reason. So well, I I definitely understand what you're talking about. Having you know, and I I watch this category from from afar and from close by too with with the players. And you know, we live and die with the putters. And when we watch the putters being played on tour, and especially the um, the ones that you're closely tied to with the design. Um, you know, they, they go in and they go out. They, you know, it's like anything else. And having kids, we put our putter in timeout a lot. So we put it in a corner and, you know, and it sits and takes a little timeout. And then we come back to it. And um, But it's, it's, a, it's a fun category. And there's been a lot of changes in the last 10 years. I think uh, for many years, putters were very much the same. Um, they looked the same. They had a lot of the old 8802 type copies um, mm-hmm. that were out there. And there were all blades at that time and uh, a few mallets that were out there. But, you know, it's uh, it's definitely rapidly changing, and we've seen it for, for quite a few reasons. The culmination of a lot of those changes can be seen in what we're to, here to talk about today, and that's the Spider X. And so this is an extremely exciting new putter that's just been released. It's being used on tour. And from my understanding, Bill, this is the 10th year. I can't believe this. It's the 10th year of the Spider. I find that, wow, where did time go? Yeah, I'm saying the same thing. So uh, <laughs> my hair has gotten a lot grayer, but um, I uh, I was involved from day one with this, and we wanted to change the marketplace. For us and putters, uh, in trying to change the landscape, 
you know, you had putters that were being played on tour, and uh, at that time, 10 years ago, it was about 80% blades, hmm. 20% mallets. And we said, you know, we're a performance-based company that TaylorMade is, and to get in this category and be a leader in this category, we had to make a performance putter. So form follows function. So in order to develop a putter that had stability, we had to create somewhat of a unique style and look. And so the first spider putter was very large. I mean, it mm-hmm. was scary to go out and tour. And I went out and tour with our tour representative that was out at TaylorMade at the time that handled all the putters and wedges. And I remember going out there to the Sony Open at that time and uh, 10 years ago and having four guys use the putter uh, in play. And I was coming back on the plane thinking, boy, that was, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought for a minute that we might not get anybody to play because it was so big at that time and so different looking. But we got four individuals. And where I was going with that is after that win, or after having just four players, four weeks later, five weeks later, we had a victory mm-hmm. on tour. And it was, uh, of all things, J.B. Holmes won with it in uh, in the desert in Phoenix. And, you know, in looking at it and what our forecasts were, we couldn't keep it in stock because it was so noticeable on TV right. at that time. But he had something different. And here came this player that really struggled putting, and but he had all the rest of his game, but he struggled putting, and all of a sudden he wins. And it just created instant success on tour with this. And then all of a sudden, over that 10 years, uh, we've had so much success with Spider. And the last few years, it's become the number one model out there. And I guess 10 years ago, going back to 10 years ago, saying, I never in my wildest dreams thought that would be the number one model out there. Hmm. And we would all like to look at it and say, it could be, but, you know, I never thought it would be. And now, over the last three years, it's been, uh, I think it was now 89 times in the last uh, two and a half years, uh, number one on tour. So Spider is very successful with all the players that are playing with it. Right now, as we talk today, you've got the number one player in the world on the LPGA and PGA Tours, both in Spider. Mm. So, you know, and, and then last year, we had the U.S. Uh, Am winner use the Spider. We had the uh, U.S. Junior player win with a Spider. So it's not just at the top of the pyramid. It's throughout the whole pyramid of players, um, from juniors to to senior players, um, and everybody's using a spider putter right now in, in all the different uh, shapes and models and and finishes that we've had. And, you know, it's funny because even last week, at the time of this recording at least, you had a huge weekend where you had two winners <laughs> in the same weekend using a spider putter at the Honda Classic and then at the uh, HSBC Women's World Championship. That had to be nice. Yep. That was real nice. It was a nice kickoff for Spider X. It just came out in retail just a few weeks ago. So having that victory. And Roy was the first guy that we got into play with Spider X. I saw him at our photo shoot. And when I showed him the uh, new Spider X, I, I have to say he was not a fan of the old Spider because, and this is what's interesting about it. So we, we changed the wings. If you remember the old Spider, the one that we had 10 years ago, and the one that we've been selling just last year, they had very big wings, but those wings were there for a reason. It created a lot of stability and MOI that created the stability for the putter that made you putt better. And and so, but it was very boxy looking, I think, to some players. Sure. And for his eye, um, it just didn't fit his eye, and he just didn't like it. So when I showed him the new one, it's more streamlined, more modern. We took the big giant wings away and the weights that were out there on the end of the uh, spider and modernized it and 
first thing he saw was that. It, it looks mm -hmm. now like more like a mallet. So it's about 5% smaller than the than the spider uh, from last year. And the other part is it has this uh, true path uh, alignment on top. So it allows you to see your line a little bit better with the with the white uh, in the middle of the putter. So, mm -hmm. and there's a big technology story behind it. But before I go there, um, Roy, one of the things Roy said is it's so easy to light up. And he goes, I struggle lighting up lately. And, and he goes, this really helps me line up the putter. So he put it into play right away in, in Hawaii and is, and has played really well, and he should have had a couple wins already. It's just he got steamrolled a couple times out there. But um, uh, he said so. He's been putting fantastic. Yeah, he ran into a couple buzz saws recently, and so you know, yeah, yeah, a couple guys that were out of control there. So absolutely, but it's definitely noticeable. I was actually talking to a buddy of mine who's a huge TaylorMade fan, and and you know, uh, just loves Rory McIlroy coincidentally, and he's like, wow, he is putting so much better, even in the few times that we've seen it. I'm like, well, look what he's got in his hands. And then he's like, well, yeah, he's changed putters. And so, you know, one of the things, Bill, that I've noticed, especially in recent years, is that these guys change putters pretty often. And it's so noticeable because, at least from my perception, when you're watching a telecast, that's the most time that you get to see a player with a golf club in their hand is when they're on the putting green. And so it's so noticeable when somebody's using a different putter. I mean, is, that has to go into a little bit of the thought process when something is being presented to a tour player, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And, um, you know, they do change all the time. I mean, that's the category that I live. And, you know, over the weekend, it's I'm probably tough to live with because I'm watching TV <laughs> and I know if somebody's not putting well, they're looking, you know, the next week they're looking for something new. And, and I have seen players that win and then the next week they're looking for something new. So it is a category that we all change a lot. And, and we're looking for... You know, again, something new in our hands because we use it so much mm -hmm. on the putting green. And, you know, the, uh, something new sometimes doesn't have uh, any bad memories. <laughs> yes, that's so, very true. And so I think that plays into it. So, you know, a perfect example would be like Dustin Johnson. Um, he loves, loves the look of a blade putter. But, you know, his last um, 11 wins over the last three years have been with Spider. Hmm. Now, he flips back to a blade putter every now and then. Um, he hasn't won with a blade putter in about three or four years. Mm -hmm. But he goes back into a blade putter all the time, and then he comes back to a spider and wins. Hmm. So all these wins um, over the last you know three years have been, all been with spiders. So, and we look at the data. Um, there, it's What's interesting is some players, not all players, but some players – there's going to be a point in time where people uh, and players are going to have two putters in their bag, huh. um, where they putt better uh, from longer distance than they do shorter distance. Hmm. So that's, uh, I think that's on the horizon. Um, you know, again, because we use it so much uh, that it's just like a wedge. You don't use the wedge uh, all the time in a, in, in, from all the different uh, uh, lengths, you know. So we do have different... Uh, um, wedges in the bag for different uh, reasons and we basically we've seen the data um, and there are players that would benefit from a different putter you know that's interesting because yeah you're right about the wedges too i mean heck there's there's players out there that carry two drivers sometimes even on the pro tour so you know we're seeing a lot of yeah a lot of different uh, mixed bags so to speak so if yeah think about that you're going to use a driver 14 times mm -hmm. in a round and you're going to split that two ways, where you're using a putter 
you know, I mean, tour players average between 29 probably and 32 putts. But, um, you know, think about how many times they use that. And the, and, and the golfers, uh, the rest of the golfing world is in probably 34 to 38 right. uh, putts. And, and so we use it a lot. We've got to find what works best for us. And like I said, sometimes it's not uh, – we're seeing a lot. We, we have the data. We have a gentleman that just studies the uh, analytics. Mm-hmm. He's the money ball guy here, and, and, you know, he provides all the data for the tour players and – how they approach a golf course, but we can also look at uh, um, what's best, and 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 we look at you know distance rolled and, and um, you know the shortage. You know, you look at tour averages out there and putts, mm-hmm. uh, the best players on tour and the tour leaders, um, and certainly on tour you can make a claim that uh, why would you putt from 30 feet because they don't really have a lot of putts from outside of you know six to 18 feet is where you get strokes gained or you gain the most uh strokes is mm-hmm. from six to 18 feet that's where you got to really hone in on yeah that's for tour now i think that's because they hit it a lot closer than all the rest of us so that's why we pra- we have to practice more than 30 and 40 footers because that's where we're hitting the ball <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> you know, that's definitely true so and and that's why we have a lot more three putts than than the tour average because we're hitting it so much further away from the pin so, you know, with a putter like the Spider-X, and, and I want to get into the tech a little bit, you know, when you talk about the rest of us, you know, certainly it's working well on tour. We just talked a little bit about the success early on that it's already experienced, and of course, Spider in general throughout the 10 years. But for the rest of us, the consumers who don't hit the balls close to the hole as the guys that we see on TV, uh, you know, we look for putters that can help us with our lag putting to reduce those numbers of three putts. And with the Spider X, there's a lot of interesting tech that's going on. And the first of which is something that you touched on earlier. You actually made the design of the head, which was quite large in the past. I'll agree with that. I was a little like, whoa, that, that's a big putter <laughs> in the mm-hmm. past. And now it's more compact. But you've also been had the ability to increase stability with the club head. How did that work? Well, the frame on the old putter was 247 grams, and now it's 312. Now, we didn't increase the overall weight of the putter head, so the putter head is still 355. But what we did is we took the – we cored out the, the middle, and we replaced that middle with the composite. Mm-hmm. So the composite core that we have today on Spider-X is, is only 15 grams. So we moved all the weight to the outside and created um, – a lot better stability on the outside. So it just made it more compact, a little bit 5% smaller, but we put all that weight around the outside and created a lot better stability story uh, by just moving the, the mass properties around a little bit. So that's what uh, Spider-X is all about. But the other story of Spider-X is you see a big white uh, center line on top, yep. and that was done uh, through Indiana University. We did a big research study with them. Uh, through Sports Vision uh, team over there, and they really study the optics uh, for all sports, basketball, baseball, uh, golf, and they really look at the optics. And so what are we looking at for golf? I mean, we're looking down at a putt, and Mm -hmm. we're looking, trying to line up that putt. And, you know, alignment is such a big part of it, but also the vision and where am I aiming is one. And two, hitting the ball, what we did is we looked at over the last 10 years and all the tour players that come through our building here and all the other golfers that come through our building. So we've had 12,000 
hits on the mm. putter um, in our in our tour lab. And so we took all that data and we analyzed it and we saw, you know, not only the size where we think we're hitting a ball on a 12 foot putt, um, we're actually hitting it towards the toe. We're hitting 65% of these putts towards the toe. Hmm. And what you don't want to hit it towards the toe because the sweet spot on a putter is right dead center. And so especially on spider. So if you hit it outside the toe, what happens on most putters or, or the heel, you start to get uh, higher launch, more backspin, but most important, uh, the combination of higher spin and more launch, you're getting uh, less rollout. Mm, okay. And so on a on a you know simple 12 foot putt, it's anywhere between seven to 10 inches for all putters. Wow. So as you look at the putters out there, no matter how good you lined up, you're you're constantly fighting a battle of distance, and and so unless you hit it in the center, so even the tour players average towards the toe. So we we looked at that, but we wanted to know why, and so that's what we went to Indiana University about. And with their vision team, they came back, and there was an effect that that happened. So our eyes are inside the putter, or inside the line. Right. So with our our eyes inside the line, it creates what they called a parallax effect, and the parallax effect just distorts the golf ball slightly towards the toe hmm. so just a few millimeters outside there just as little as five millimeters outside the center um you're in in you're just going to gain uh, more backspin and more launch and again less rollout mm -hmm. so one of the things that we did and so how we corrected that uh through the science was um, having a wider sight line so you think about the thin sight lines around putters today um yeah they sh they're, they're on there today but you're trying to center that golf ball so by having a wider sight line, like 50%, we have 50% wider sight line with the white center there, really creates this optics of being able to see and what they refer to as harmony and be able to have mm -hmm. that harmony and look down that line and watch that white stripe go all the way to the hole. And that's what Rory talked about, and that's what the players are talking about, the player that won this weekend. Mm -hmm. He just can see his line so easily. And, you know, that's also white was a, a patent that, that I worked on back in um, 2009. Hmm. Um, so so it, we, we, we worked with the white on the putter to create a better sight line a story, and we call it True Path. So that's, uh, that's, that's the other part of Spider-X that we brought to the table, not just a stability story, because we, we know we need more stability, not less stability. And all putters, but we also brought a nice um, alignment story to to uh, to the tour players. And it's a story that rings true because even in using the putter during my test, I I can relate to what you were just describing. I found it extremely easy to line up the putt. I was able to you know put it right on my my target line or my intended line. And I got to say, I mean, I'm a pretty decent putter overall. Uh, I'm sure there's a few people listening to this that would laugh at that, <laughs> but I still had a very easy time lining everything up, and so it, it really does, listeners, uh, do what Bill was just explaining. I mean, this is an extremely, I guess I'll say, easy putter to use on any putting surface. You know, and what I also noticed, Bill, was the fact that my golf ball, now I didn't have a high-speed camera catching anything and whatever frames per second, but it seemed to make my golf ball roll immediately right after impact. What, what can you tell me about the face on the Spider-X? Well, for years, and um, we've always been a big believer in roll, and to get the optimal roll, uh, an insert is required. So we have a groove that's in the insert that we attach into the face, 
and that groove is at a 45 degree angle. Think of a think of a razor blade. The razor blade is angled down, mm-hmm. and that's what the groove is. The groove is angled down, not up. Um, if we actually move the groove up, it would pr- provide backspin, and so the angle of the groove is down. And what happens is you create the 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 grooves actually have a little bit of movement and creates topspin on the golf ball as we putt because there's an up path to the ball. With that up path stroke, the, the golf ball gets rolling faster. So we can provide anywhere between 25 to, to 50 RPMs of topspin, no matter what putter you use. Our insert can go on any insert. If we were to attach that insert and do that test, mm-hmm. we can provide 25 to 50 RPMs. Now, why do I need topspin? You can say, I, you know, I don't need topspin. Well, if you're a backspin guy, Basically, what you're doing is, do you want your ball? Your ball eventually gets into what we call a true, true roll. Right. When it gets into a true roll, it happens anywhere between, um, let's say, 10% to 25% after the ball is struck. So that's where your ball, somewhere between there, depending upon who you are, uh, a backspin guy or a topspin guy, your ball gets eventually, and it's a mathematical equation in its physics, so it gets into a true roll. So now, do you want to be that 25% guy? So let's just use an example here. Let's take a 40-foot putt. Mm-hmm. So if we take a 40-foot putt and we putt the ball, and I'm a backspin guy, and my ball doesn't really get in a true roll till 25% after it's struck. So for 10 feet or so or 11 feet or so, that ball is bouncing and moving, which it's not really – you don't see it to the human eye, but under the cameras, you can see everything that it's doing. So a minute it's starting to bounce and bounce and it's picking up topspin, but it's also now offline when it hits some sort of imperfection. But all along the way, it's bouncing and bouncing and bouncing until it gets to its true role. Mm-hmm. So we'd rather have it in true role at 10 to 11 feet after it's struck or three feet after it's struck. Right. So... You know, that's the big difference there. And so when you look at the best player, uh, the best putter uh, in the world, there, there's two guys that come to mind for me. Um, one that's today, that's Jason Day. He mm-hmm. constantly is always the strokes gain leader. And the other one is um, uh, a senior player that uh, played out there and won many times and was Dave Stockton. Mm-hmm. And we've never seen anybody have better role. In a, and, and we've had all the players through our facility. And those two guys have the best role of anybody, and I've seen a lot of guys putt. And their role, and when they their ball rolls on the putting green, it rolls differently than anybody else's because it gets into a true roll immediately. It's they're kind of outliers. So that ten percent I talked about, their ball is actually into a true roll at about six percent after it's struck. Is that because they're doing something different with their stroke, or is it the tech and the equipment they're using? It's it's a combination. Their stroke is very good, but also the the insert does add better um, better roll numbers. Okay. So if we if what Jason Day, if we could put his insert, we showed him with the insert, without the insert, and you can see better how better his roll is. Hmm. Like I said, we could add uh, 25 to 50 RPMs of topspin uh, to you immediately. So if you're a backspin guy, I'm going to add. I'm going to at least get you maybe closer to that zero line where we tried to get everybody. Um, which is where topspin, you want to be topspin or backspin. You want to be topspin all the time. Right. You don't want your ball hopping and, and bouncing uh, on the line itself. You want to get it into its true role as quick as you can. So somewhere at, at 10% is, is optimal. Like I said, the outliers are guys that are in you know, 7 to 6%. 
And folks, once again, we're talking to Mr. Bill Price. He's the senior director of Putters and Wedges over at TaylorMade Golf. And Bill, I just have a couple more questions for you regarding the Spider X and specifically mm-hmm. from our friends over on Twitter World. And so one of the questions that came through, fans of the Spider always remember the red coloring. And this year, we see that there's some different colors for the spider. In fact, it's almost a copper and then a navy. What was the thought process uh, behind using those colors, stepping away from the traditional red seen in previous models? Well, we've always led with uh, a finish. You know, we've always had very good optics. We were the first ones out there with white and black um, in a putter. We were the first ones out there with red and white in a putter. And now uh, with Spider, those were the old Spider Tours. And when we came out with the new Spider X, we thought Spider Tour was really associated with more red. And in the last few years, red was really associated with Spider Tour and Jason Day. Um, and Jason Day is a little bit of the co-owner of that uh, red color. So um, with Spider X, we wanted to have you know its own unique um, look. And so we did a color study, and we looked at two colors, and we had one was navy and white, which was very premium. And really, to be quite honest, it was a DJ that was always always asking uh, myself for a navy putter. He loves navy, and we were looking at a this navy putter for a while. And so we really went with the navy, which gave us really high contrast, navy and white. So we loved that color. And then we went with this more premium look of this copper, and it took uh, quite a bit of getting the right copper that we wanted to use with this putter. And so we went through a lot of iterations of that, but we ended up with this uh, kind of this beautiful, we call it Dakota copper, and it's this beautiful, rich, premium look of copper and white that just made it stand out not only in a putting green, but it also gave it this premium type look. On a contrast scale, of course, the navy and white is a little bit more contrast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we offer both out there. And, and from the players, like we've got players that like both colors. And, and it's hard to, for me to say which one's better than the other because that's, it's really for the customer to, to pick. And we've got customers on tour that like navy and white. And we have guys that like, like Rory that like copper and white. And the one that just won last weekend was copper and white. So. Yep, it certainly was. I remember seeing it and making a comment uh, to uh, my wife when we were watching the end of the tournament. So one final question for you, and this actually speaks more, Bill, to the entire availability of what TaylorMade has with the putter lines that you that you create. And so there's a lot of different spiders out there. There's Spider X, of course. There's Spider Mini. There's Spider Tour. Obviously, you're going to want to go and get fit, and you want to have the putter that works best for your game. But at a high level, if it's possible, what would be a main differential among that group? Because they're all around the same size. Is it really just boiled down to kind of what we were talking about today as far as the intricate tech for each putter? You know, it depends on – we see it all the time. It depends which hosel and which sets up to your eye best. So we have a lot of selection of different hosels. Um, like I said, I mentioned that Roy didn't like the Spider Tour because it was very boxy to him. Other players like Jason Day like that boxy look. Um, so now the new Spider X is a little bit more more modernized and more streamlined. So we're actually gaining more spiders on tour because we're getting guys that are coming over from a blade putter into Spider X, where the guys that were used to be mallet guys stay in that mallet design. They like that boxy look. So. 
a lot just has to say what's what appeals to your eye mm. and that not, not not just the head shape but also the hosel we see it all the time certain hosels and when we test a player out here and we'll bring them into our facility uh, we'll set up uh, the same putter and we'll have six different hosels on there and we'll put all the specs the same and we just change the hosel we want to see what what the numbers look like uh, under the cameras and where what he looks like and it's amazing the different what the housel will do so then we'll narrow it down to a housel and then after that we'll play around with uh, five or six different sight lines on there from a dot three dots short line long line um, and it's amazing what you'll get from that and how how different players line up um, a, a putt from uh, from different sight lines to different housels yeah and so I really not having not having the high speed cameras that you know that's available out there all the time, but that's how we do it with the tour players because it's so important and, and sight lines matter and so does uh, hosels. Yeah, putters are such a personal thing, and so folks, if you're interested in the Spider X or any of the putters from the TaylorMade line, definitely go get fit. You guys hear me say this all the time: go get fit, try them out, see what fits your your eye. But I would highly recommend trying the Spider X. And Bill, I gotta say once again, it's a fantastic putter. Kudos to you guys for putting together something that is undoubtedly going to help a lot of players at different skill levels lower their scores this year and thanks again for coming on the show today to talk to me about it thanks adam great to be here